Hello and welcome to another episode of Be Your Own Marketing Consultant, the podcast that tells you, the ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making, exactly how to do your own marketing. Now today's episode is another episode on storytelling. It follows on from episode number nine, which spoke about why storytelling is the most powerful marketing tool and how to use it yourself. In episode nine, I spoke about why storytelling is a really powerful tool. And in this episode, in today's episode, I'm going to um, share this framework, share storytelling in more detail using some examples of other brands that have used and are using storytelling really successfully. So in last in last episode, I spoke about the Atmas framework of storytelling, a framework which I've designed myself and one that I regularly use for my own business as well as my clients. And it really helps to create powerful stories and make sure that you're taking all the right boxes before you launch any piece of content any piece of storytelling content. Now, before I go into episode, uh, before I go into the episode today, first of all, I want to apologize that this episode is a few weeks late. I had intended for this episode to be released about two or three weeks ago. And I'm really, really sorry that I've only been able to get to it now. I, I can, you know, I can tell you all the stuff that's been going on and that stopped me from being able to do this. But Regardless of that, I'm really, really sorry. I did not want to leave it so late. Unfortunately, um, just time just got away from me and I hold my hands up and I will try my best to make sure that I am on time in the future. I hope you enjoy listening to this episode, which is part two of how to use storytelling effectively in your own marketing. And... um, If you've not listened to episode nine, you might want to listen to that before you listen to this month. So you have a better understanding of how this storytelling framework starts. But just to give you a brief recap, in in the last episode, I spoke about the storytelling framework called Atmas. And Atmas is a framework which I, I use myself and it breaks down into A for attention T for trust, M for memorable, another M for motivational, another A for action, and S for shared. Now, the idea behind this framework is that before you release any piece of marketing content, if you want to use storytelling effectively, you've got to make sure that you've ticked all these boxes in that piece of content. Whether it's a post on Instagram or it's a real or it's an email, try and make sure that you've ticked off all of these boxes right from grabbing your customer's attention to building trust, to making sure that your content is memorable, um, to making sure that it motivates the listener to do something. Then it encourages them to take action. And then finally, it's shared. Either the content is shared or the result is shared or there's just word of mouth and people are raving about your product. So in today's episode, I'm going to um, take examples of some other businesses who I feel are using storytelling effectively and try and see if 
the Atmos framework can be applied to the way that they are using storytelling. Now, the point of doing this is to try and show you some examples of how effective storytelling works and how this framework can actually be put into action. So the first business that I want to discuss, which I think is doing quite effective storytelling, is a company called Color Wow. They provide, uh, their business is a range of hair care products. So everything from shampoos, conditioners to hair styling products, you know, um, the whole shebang. They've got loads and loads of products. And there is uh, quite a lot of buzz on Instagram as well as on TikTok with regard to this particular brand. And I think they're using storytelling quite effectively. So what I'm going to try and do is break down their strategy using the Atmas framework. So the first thing I've seen, now you may want to go and look at Colorvow's TikTok or Instagram content yourself. Um, once you listen to this episode or while you're listening to it. But the first thing that they always do is that they always have a very powerful attention-grabbing visual. Now, this visual might be, because they do hair care products primarily, this visual might be of somebody's transformation, so like a before and after. So you'll almost have like a double screen. So you'll have one side with limp, flat hair and the other side with sort of voluminous hair or it will be somebody who's kind of um, leaning into the screen and showing, you know, like what's wrong with the hair, for example, pointing out that the hair is flat or it's greasy or something which might be a common problem or common concern for many other people out there. So immediately it grabs attention because the story is relatable. Now, a story which is relatable is a very good way of grabbing attention. If you see someone, for example, with acne and, um, you know, if there's a before or after shot or if there's kind of somebody kind of focusing the acne immediately, if you've got acne as a concern, it grabs your attention because you almost you're instantly relating to it. And you also want to know, well, where does this go? So that intrigue factor is created. So color bar is quite um, good in the fact that they create content which immediately grabs attention because either you're seeing the before or after transformation in the first shot or in the first visual or you're seeing a common problem which people can relate to. So first thing that they've ticked off is attention. Second thing, and actually they're very effective at doing this, is the T from the Atmas framework which is trust. Now, what they've done is um, instead of posting content which they create themselves or which is very polished or which is coming from one content creator, which is the company itself, what they've done is they've recruited and continue to recruit a huge number of ambassadors who are other customers or who might be um, you know, people who have an Instagram account with a following as small as a thousand or even smaller in some cases. And then they are encouraged, they're recruited as ambassadors and they are encouraged to then make their own video, make their, develop their own content using Color Bow products. And then I think um, what happens is 
once their content let's say it's out or you know it's 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 uh, trending or whatever and people click on it and if somebody buys then the ambassador also makes a commission so this is a really clever strategy because not only are they actually effectively using micro mini tiny micro influencers to create content but they're also then using that content to generate sales. So they're developing the T for trust as well as the A for action, which comes later in the framework, almost together. And the benefit of this strategy is that they have a wide variety of people with you know, varying levels of followers, different types of hair, all of them creating content for Color Wow all over Instagram, all over TikTok. And so immediately and uh, you know immediately you may see as a customer you're going to see all these videos with different people popping up and it does make you think well there are loads of people trying this product aren't they i mean clearly it's not just coming from one person and it clearly it's not just coming from the founder of color wow or um you know a couple of um influencers that they may have recruited it's coming the content raving about Color Wow's products and the hair transformations is coming from a wide variety of accounts. So immediately it builds that level of trust because you're thinking, well, loads and loads of people who are completely unrelated to each other, who are not really that big in terms of influence, you know, influence or having that many followers are talking about it. So this must be genuine. And these are real people, real customers giving real views Um giving real reviews rather and as well as showing real transformations so it's a really clever strategy to build trust they obviously have a clear idea of the kind of micro influencers they want to recruit as ambassadors they're clear on that however these influencers, a wide range of them are actually not even what you would technically call influencers. Uh, you know, influencers or influence is generally measured in terms of number of followers, number of active followers. Not necessarily the case here in case of every ambassador. But, you know, what have they got to lose? They've got people creating content for them. Um, they've got people showing their own hair transformation. So it's genuine content which immediately builds trust and if people are encouraged to make a sale all the better and yes they may offer a small commission to the ambassadors but actually it's a really really successful strategy so that's the way that they're building trust in their stories and um, it seems to be working quite effectively for them moving on now to the next step of the framework let's talk about memorable now this is another thing which color wow seems to be doing very very effectively obviously they've got all this content being generated by a large number of um you know content creators all over instagram all over tiktok they've got all these reviews going up and down the social media so that's obviously creating a you know a certain level of um, you know, certain level of presence and making their content more memorable because the more time you see something, the more chances are that you're going to remember it. And by having the content all over Instagram and TikTok by a wide variety of content creators, they're increasing the chances of it being viewed more often, being visible more often. 
And also there's another thing here, which which I think they've really nailed it, is because the content is being generated by all of these different accounts for the algorithm, for the Instagram algorithm, Kalabao's content then becomes immediately something which seems to be very popular on Instagram because it's not just coming from one account, it's coming from hundreds of different, of different accounts. So, you know, it, it tells the algorithm immediately, oh, this content is something that lots of people are creating content on. Um, this business is popular. This is the content that people want to see. So let's push it forward more. And, and so the cycle continues. So more people create content, more people see it, algorithm things, uh, Instagram algorithm things, oh, this is popular, let's push it more. And so then it's pushed more and then so more people see it and so it carries on. So very uh, clever strategy from that point of view as well. But also another thing that ColorVow is very, um, is very strategic in that they use certain words repeatedly they will either be spoken or they will be, you know, in, in written in forms of, in the in the case of headings on on your reels on the video or they'll be in the caption. You can see these words which are being used again and again, which seem to be quite unique to ColorVow and therefore become memorable. So one of their products is called Dream Coat, and whenever they talk about this product. They keep saying this word of glass-like, glass-like hair. Now, I haven't heard this term of glass-like hair. Um, you know, I haven't heard it anywhere else. Maybe it's being used somewhere else as well. But I've primarily seen it be used only with color vow. So even if I now, even if I remember nothing else and everything else has become a blur, I'll still remember this strange sounding word glass-like hair and you know what if I go into Google and I put glass-like hair color vow comes up at the top so they've clearly done this very strategically because they use these words in their content on social media and obviously their SEO has been created in such a way that if anybody searches glass-like hair color vow will pop up but the point of this is even if somebody does not remember the name of the product, Dream Coat, does not remember the name of the company, ColorVow, they might still remember this strange sounding name, which is ColorVow. And, um, you know, the, and, and the moment they put that into Google, there you go, the company pops up and instantly you remember all the visuals. You think, yes, this is what I was looking for. Another thing they use a lot is something, uh, is a word, waterproof hair. Again, you know, not something that you see or hear a lot of. Waterproof hair, what's that? You never think of hair as being waterproof. So another word that they seem to have created and linked with their business, with their product. And the moment you put that in Google, again, ColorVow pops up. So they're creating this degree of being memorable by using these unique words. Okay. So now moving on to the next step of the framework, which is M for motivation or motivational. And in this case, the results speak for themselves. You see all of these people which don't seem to be professional influencers or celebrities or people who are, you know, you don't, they don't come across as somebody who is being paid to create this content and they're 
they are actually showcasing their hair transformations. It looks pretty easy to do because, hey, everybody is doing it. It's not only that hairstylists can do this or people who are professionals can use these products and get these results. Everybody seems to be doing this very effectively. And so it makes people motivated to think, well, I can do this myself, which then leads to the next step, which is the most important one, which is action. So, you know, the customer thinks, I can do this myself. It seems really easy. So I'm going to buy this product because I can see loads of people are doing it. I can see the results. I trust them. And therefore, I am going to take action. And which is, a, you know, as, as you can imagine, for, for any business, the action bit is vital to their success. And then they might then feel encouraged to share their own results. Hey, so many people are sharing their hair transformations. I'm going to share mine too because I'm proud of what I've achieved. And lots of people are sharing their own hair transformations. So I should do it too. This is perfect, isn't it? Perfect, right? From attention all the way to sharing, you've got a very strategic, effective storytelling framework all through the entire marketing strategy of ColorVow. So how are you going to use this framework yourself? Now, if you just recap of the way that ColorVow um, has used this, A, attention, you know, those attention-grabbing visuals of common hair problems or hair transformations. Trust, they've got a variety of ambassadors, teeny tiny influencers, micro-influencers, larger influencers, all uh, sorts of Instagram and TikTok accounts creating content for them and therefore resulting in higher amount of views by other accounts, but also creating the trust because it seems to be genuine content created by real customers. Then you've got the use of memorable words like glass-like hair or waterproof hair. Motivational because lots of people are doing it. It seems easy to do. So, and they seem to be getting good results. So the customers are motivated to do this. Action, they can do it. Seems easy. I'm going to take action and do it myself. And finally, Loads of people are sharing their results. I like the results of my own hair, so I'm going to share it as well. So there you go. The Atmas framework applied on ColorVow's marketing strategy. So the next company that I want to talk about is Mel Science, which is an organization or a business that sends science kits to, which are aimed at children to create a love for science and make science fun and interesting and something that people want to engage with. So um, they offer subscriptions and hands-on kits are delivered monthly to, uh, to your house. And they're also combined with digital experiences, which, you know, which sort of further supplement the physical content that's been delivered to your house. And the whole idea behind it is to make science fun and interesting and exciting and not boring. So, you know, the idea is to create a love for science. So that's the organization. That's the business. If you want to look it up, it's melscience.com. Okay, so let's see how are they using storytelling effectively. First thing, attention. Now, they're doing a really good job of this 
And the way that they're doing it is that they're visual, they're attention grabbing visual, they're attention grabbing emails. They all focus on some or the other kind of experiment. You know, there is an there is some experiment or the outcome of some experiment, which is very clear for us to see. So it might be a giant foam, a giant mountain of foam bursting out of a box, or it might be um, a sort of a plane, uh, you know, a homemade plane shooting through the air. It's or it might be a color which is sitting in front of you and constantly change a liquid sitting in front of you and constantly changing color. Something which is very visually appealing, visually attention grabbing, something unexpected. So immediately you're thinking, whoa, how did that happen? Or, oh my gosh, are they doing this at home? Or that looks fun. I want to do that. So there is that attention grabbing visual. And that's kind of the point of it, because they are trying to sell fun. And they're trying to say that science can be fun. So it only makes sense for them to use attention-grabbing visuals which look fun and things you want to do yourself. Their um, attention-grabbing visuals usually have some surprise or unexpected element which makes it even more um, effective because if you see something unexpected, it will draw your attention instantly. The second thing in the second part of the framework is building trust. And you're seeing people of all ages doing the experiment. So people of all ages, you know, adults as well as children are taking part together. Children of all ages are participating. You can see children in groups or um, on their own. You see younger kids, you see tweens, you see teenagers. And you can see, yeah, well, this is this is something which which is actually being used by people themselves and they're doing it in their own home. You can see the home surrounding. You, you can see that it doesn't require a special um, laboratory, special, uh, you know, it, everything that you need is provided in the kit. And people seem to be doing it quite, quite easily and having fun. So you've got that trust factor starting to get developed. And when it comes to being memorable, I think the experiments do a great job of that because the experiments, not only are they attention grabbing, but they're, but they're unexpected. So you'll see something which you wouldn't have expected to see. So it may be something like, you know, a giant foam popping out of a box or balls flying in the air or, a, 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 you know, a car which has been clearly made at home going at top speed. So, you know, you see ex unexpected things and that itself makes it quite memorable. Moving on then to motivation. Well, there's a clear motivation here for parents anyway, because you see chemistry kits and you see uh, physics kits and you see, oh, actually kids are having fun, but they're also learning something. So there's a real motivation for parents anyway, because you can see this is something which will help your kids learn and be engaged with science and fi find science fun. But also, um, you can see that the kids are really engaged with it as well. So there's almost like a double motivation. So there's a motivation that your kids are going to learn something useful. They're going to engage with science. 
but there's also the motivation that actually they're going to enjoy it as well. It's not going to be like pulling teeth. It's not going to be something that you give your kids and then you're kind of chasing them around to use it. So there's quite a lot of motivation built into the, you know, built into the offering itself, but also the way it's presented. And all of this then leads to action. Um, this action is further encouraged by you've got monthly kits, which you can cancel or pause anytime. So they're not saying you've got to make a six month commitment. You know, you can try it. You can see it for a month. If you like it, great. If you can't, uh, if you don't like it, you can pause or cancel. So that action is gently encouraged by the low level of commitment required, even though it's a subscription. And then once you've done your own fantastic experiment, you've had fun with it, there is that tendency to share it with friends or even do it with friends, you know, call your friends over and say, we're going to do this experiment together. So the the product itself, the kit itself is fun to do alone, but also fun to do with someone. So there is that sharing element built into it. And that's how the story is being shared as well, that you see people engaging in this kit with friends. And so in the back of your head, you're also thinking, well, I could do this. Um, I could have this as something that uh, my my child and another child do on a play date or maybe for a party or something. So you can already see that sharing element is being hinted at from the beginning. So um, just to recap, attention with the experiments and the surprise element, trust with people of all ages doing the experiments, enjoying the experience themselves, memorable with the, with the experiments which are very visually powerful and engaging, motivational because you're encouraging a love of science and having fun at the same time, action you can you know you can subscribe but you can also cancel anytime so there is that almost um i guess fear free commitment involved and then share you know this is something that people seem to be enjoying as a group and sharing and therefore once i've done it or i've enjoyed it with my friend i can share it as well so another business completely different from the last one that we discussed, which seems to be using storytelling quite effectively. Now, the final business that I'm going to talk about today is called The Brow Trio. It's a brow company um, that actually offers something that allows people um, to shape and define and enhance their brows at home and the way that they are positioning themselves and telling their story is actually pretty impressive so what they do is they've got um, content all over instagram and tiktok where people are using all different kinds of stencils and almost like a brush so what they're doing is that stencil goes over their existing eyebrow then they dip the brush in the in the in in the powder or the pomade that's provided and then this will they dip it in the pomade and then this sponge is kind of rubbed all over the stencil and the eyebrow and then they remove the eyebrow uh, not remove the eyebrow gosh that would be horrifying they remove the stencil and then the brow underneath it is like really thick and defined and lifted and it seems really really easy to do 
So attention grabbing is with the stencil over the eyebrow and people kind of going around with this sponge all over the stencil. And that itself, because it looks a bit strange that why somebody stenciling their eyebrow gets attention. So unexpected things get attention. Second, trust. Again, a wide variety of content creators are posting videos using the product themselves. So there is a bit of trust there that Okay, this is being used by lots and lots of people with all different kinds of hair, all different kinds of eyebrows, all different kinds of skin tone, hair color. So yeah, th this might this might be okay. Memorable. Now, one of the things obviously that's memorable is its stencil. Not many products out there for eyebrows which use stencils. And also um, the use of the word stencil in case you in case you miss the visual you you know you hear the word or you read the word stencil and then once again if you put stencil eyebrow into google the brow trio pops up so very clever use of memorable unique words like stencil eyebrow you know like color wow used glass hair or waterproof hair you don't really think of waterproof um hair you don't think of hair being waterproof Similarly, you don't think of eyebrows being stenciled, but it is something which gets your attention and then is memorable. So it's easy to find the company. Like when I first heard about this, I didn't really remember the name of the company. I just remembered stencil eyebrow and I put this in Google and there you go. Up came the brow trio. So effective way of making something memorable. Motivational, you know, the results are speaking for themselves. Visually, you are seeing Oh, wow these eyebrows look good and uh, it seems to be pretty easy to do you know uh, it literally is taking a second I'm just dipping this brush and I'm just rubbing it all over my eye eyebrow and then this is what's happening so motivational action again because it's easy to do and I can see the results is kind of encouraging people to take action and then share the results with friends in person when Hopefully they're going to compliment on your nice eyebrows or online or on social media as other people are doing as well. So this is the third and final company that I wanted to talk about today. Go check it out for yourself and see how they are doing effective storytelling. And more importantly, think of the ways that you are going to use the Atmas framework yourself. How are you going to get attention, build trust, make your content memorable motivate others, encourage them to take action and then finally share with other people. I would love to know if you had a go at using this framework yourself, how have you been creating more effective stories, more, uh, creating content that is more, you know, that is stronger on storytelling? I would love to know. So please do get in touch and let me know. You can follow me on Instagram at Be Your Own Marketing Consultant. If you have liked today's episode, please do follow uh, the podcast so that you can stay up to date in all the new episodes that come out. And uh, if you would uh, be so kind as to review an episode or share it with someone, I would be so grateful. Thank you ever so much for listening to me today. Until next time, stay happy, stay safe.